from how he opened to us the scriptures. And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. And when they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known of them in breaking the bread. As mentioned, this portion we read here, I guess you could say it has nothing to do with this time of year now live. But yet, it does. Why do we wait? Why do we observe the birth of Jesus? Why do we think of his life on this earth, the paths he walked, the things he taught, how he willingly, when the time came, set his face toward Jerusalem, willingly went there knowing what was to take place. He willingly gave himself so that we could be free. We can believe our sins forgiven in his name and blood and we can have that hope, that wonderful and blessed hope in our hearts that heaven awaits. It all comes together, dear travel friends, that even at this time of year, when we await the celebration of his birth, he was sent into this world for a purpose. We are the beneficiaries of that purpose and even today we are able to think of these things of the promise of God that had been given to mankind so long ago and then finally when God's time came our Lord Jesus was born the prophet Isaiah hundreds of years before the time of Christ spoke of this and foretold his coming. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? It's been revealed to us, to you and I, that Jesus was born into this world so that we could be free. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. It was, as he, as, it was as if he came from nowhere. They looked at him as being the son of Joseph the carpenter. They didn't see him as that savior who came to redeem St. Paul of Isaiah continues, when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. This is he Dave is Anderson. This is Dave man. Anderson, right? Sorrow yeah. acquainted with grief. Think of that time he stood there before his enemies when they treated him so spitefully. They spit on him. They struck him. From afar off, Peter watched all these things. And when put to the test, three times, just as Jesus foretold, Peter, he would travel with Jesus 
would love to be As, as he was willing to carry our sins to the cross. He gave his life for you and I. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Why did he do these things? Why was he willing? The, apostle, the prophet continues, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our souls. We did a Stephen stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Why? He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Today, brother and sister in faith, when we believe our sins forgiven. In his name and blood, we are healed. God sees us. It's acceptable. Because Christ gave his life for us. Can there be any greater gift that one man could give? No. The reason I think that these words of Scripture that I have read come to my mind so often because throughout his life and even now even now when one experiences great doubt and trouble in life when one is fearful and doubting that is when our Lord especially wishes to draw near to us to encourage us and that's exactly what happened in this example that I read here there were two followers of Jesus not not numbered among the eleven but nevertheless followers of Jesus who, who, who were making this brief journey we are not told why um, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs, perhaps, in our reckoning, 10, 11 kilometers, something like that. And as they walked, they, they talked together of all these things which had happened. There had been a great trial in Jerusalem. Jesus of Nazareth was taken before the Sanhedrin. Christ witnessed this. They saw what happened with their own eyes. And, and, and can you imagine what these few days had been like for them? They, they saw him hang on the cross. They saw him spitefully treated and, and, and 
put to death in the most in the most shameful and painful way. And here, three days later, they they are walking and they're, they're talking about these things. Can you imagine what their what their what their visit was like? They had no hope. Their hope was, was dashed, it was gone. And their and their their belief in, in the Lord Jesus was dying out. This is the moment when Jesus wished to approach them. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Just a chance encounter? No. Jesus was there because he moved where he was needed. It tells us here that, that their eyes were holding that they should I pondered this. I wondered why that was. They knew Jesus. Why didn't they recognize him? I don't know the answer. And I'm not going to speculate. We can trust that there was reason. They did not recognize their Lord and Savior. But then he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk in your sand? Can you picture the scene? This 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 road they walked on, walking there from Jerusalem to this little village of Mass. At home, I have a picture on the wall, a painting, or a copy of a painting of the scene. Sometimes I just stop and look at it, imagine what it would have been like. And, and, and we, we can draw near to these two followers of Jesus and Jesus himself. We can see what they have to say. They won't know we're there. whose name was Cleopas, answering unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem and has not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? They were astonished. How, how could anyone possibly not know what had taken place? Such a, such a momentous event. great crucifixion of a man who had uh, even those who didn't believe that Jesus was the only begotten son of God knew him as, as a great prophet and, 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 and as one who had done marvelous things healed the sick restored sight to the blind brought the dead back to life preached the gospel to the poor put to death. How could anyone not know? But of course, Jesus who knew everything asked this question for a reason. What manner of communications are these that you have one to another and are sad? He said to them, what things? He prompted them to, to 
confess their fears and their doubts. And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed in word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and that crucified him. And so those few words this Cleopas outlined for this stranger that which had taken place. And then he went on to voice those fears and doubts that they experienced, but we trusted that they had something that should have redeemed Beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre, and when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels which had said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even as the women had said, but him they saw not. Remember that story of how the, those women on that morning were on their way to the grave, to the tomb, because they wanted to anoint the body of Jesus, and they reasoned one to another, wait, there's this great stone that has been rolled in front of the sepulchre. How will we Perhaps they had not considered that. But as we know, they needn't have worried because they got there and a stone had been rolled away already. And they went in and there was no body there. Can you imagine their thoughts, their feelings, their doubts? What could have happened? You know how later when they told the disciples and of how Peter and John ran there. And they saw it just as, as, as the women had said. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the women had said. But then they saw it.
bit later about in the breaking of the bread and her eyes were opened. But he spoke to them, he said, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. All that the prophets have spoken. Throughout the Old Testament, the prophecies um, talked and, and, and foretold of the coming of the Savior. The only God, Son of God, would be sent into this world to give hope to fallen mankind. The Bible tells us about the light shining in the dark place, and so it was the light. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Ought not Christ to have suffered these things? He suffered on our behalf. He took our sins upon himself that we can have hope. That we can know the peace of God which surpasses all human and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Oh, that we could hear those words that he spoke to those two doubting ones. He started long ago at the time of Moses, and prophet by prophet, he spoke of those words concerning himself, of how he would be sent to this world to save sin-fallen mankind. As we have gathered today, we are the beneficiaries. We can be so thankful to God that He has, in His great love, remembered us. Now He sent His only begotten Son. When we, when we think of this, perhaps the, we, we could have this picture in our minds of how when, when, when the time came for Christ to reveal himself as the only begotten Son of God and, 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 and to show himself as the savior, savior of the world, he walked about that area of the world among his own. Some received him, most did not. Even as the Bible had foretold. We think, of, we think of him as always there with his disciples and those others who followed him. As his, as his fame grew, um, more and more people flocked to him, some for the right reason, um, some perhaps not. But yet he was always surrounded by great throngs of people, but yet, but yet he was alone. Alone in that that only he knew what was before him among all those who were with him. Only he knew the great suffering that he would have to endure on our behalf. Sometimes it, it seems so amazing that he was willing to do what, what he did. You know, as he walked this earth, and, and as, as the Gospels tell us many things about his life, um, all the parables that he told are recorded, many of his experiences are, are, are recorded for us as we read the Gospels, 
And, and each day of his life that went by, he knew no one else did that. He knew what awaited him. That he would have to hang on the cross, suffer that indignity and, and that terrible death. At that time of the world, there was no more shameful way to be put to death than the cross. Sometimes I think about that as he hung there. How alone he was, utterly alone. The Gospel of Matthew records for us that about the ninth hour, Jesus cried in a loud voice, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why hast thou forsaken me? Even as the angels of heaven wept, for a moment, the Heavenly Father even turned his face away from his only begotten Son. Jesus was so alone. And it shows us his great love. And what he was willing to do for us. And as the songwriter has said, love overcame when he died. That moment came when his life blood dripped from his wounds, when it ran down that wooden cross and moistened the dry ground of the he said it was finished. And he gave up the cost. So all the, the, the prophecies of the scriptures were fulfilled when he said, it is finished. And because of that, we have hope, dear travel friends. And there on that road to Emmaus, they, they approached the village and they drew near. And Jesus made as though he would have gone further. gave these two doubting ones the opportunity to ask him to remain with them. He spoke to them of the scriptures. They wanted to hear more. Their hearts were warmed. They began to feel the frost melting. And they wanted Jesus to stay with them. They constrained him saying, abide with us for his toward evening. And the day is far spent. Made perfect sense, didn't it? Stay with us. The day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And so we see in this picture they, they entered this, this perhaps this little cottage. I'm not sure if uh, perhaps one of them, maybe it was their dwelling. I don't know. I guess for our purposes, it, it's not important. But it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread blessed him and break the gate to them. This breaking of the bread. Even here today, we break this bread into small morsels, small pieces, small enough even for the most fearful, the most doubting. You can believe all sins forgiven in Jesus' name. 
and atonement blood. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him. And they vanished, he vanished out of their sight. Two things happened simultaneously here. At that very moment that, that the, these doubting ones, doubting one's eyes were opened, Jesus vanished from their midst. But his purpose was accomplished. He approached these doubting ones to give them, to restore that hope that they had held in their hearts. Can you see them look at one another? With that hope fulfilled, did not our hearts burn within us? Well, he talked with us, by the way, and well, he opened to us the scriptures. What a beautiful picture we have before us of how Jesus went to those doubting ones because he knew he was needed. And they rose up that same hour. We don't know why they went there, but all of a sudden it didn't matter anymore. They rose up that same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them. They could not wait to tell their story. They were so, so excited, so blessed, so happy. Peace had been restored to their hearts. They wanted to share this, and so, so they hurried back to Jerusalem. to where the, the eleven and the rest were gathered, before they were even able to uh, tell their story, they were told the Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. And, and so it was that, that, that this was all coming together among Jesus' followers. They had, they had experienced these dark, dark days. Fear and doubts had descended upon their hearts, and all of a sudden, the sun rose again. And hope was restored to their hearts. And so then they told the things which were done the way, and how he was known of them in Britain. Such a, such a beautiful story. And, and you know what? There's another one that I wanted to briefly share with you that is even perhaps perhaps more uh, personal than, than this story because in this in the same connection um, in the Gospel of John is recorded that the, the same day at evening being the first day of the week when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews Jesus, came and stood in their midst. He said to them, Peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. I strongly suspect this is an understatement. The disciples were glad. They were overjoyed. They were happy. They marveled at what their eyes were telling them, even though they had a hard time believing what they, what, what they were seeing. 
Then Jesus said again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so I send you. Even so I send you. We, brothers and sisters of Christ, own this faith in our hearts. It comes to mind that, that even in our time, this time of the world where there is so much uncertainty and fear and doubts about the future, do we need to be afraid? Do we need to doubt? Do we need to be overcome with the things that are, are, are happening around us? No, we don't. We don't need to be. Can you think that God is not able to But what goes on in this world? Can you think that he has, has not for his own purposes allowed these things to come to pass? No. We can also trust that when God's purposes have been fulfilled, we can look forward to better days. We can trust in his will and in his perfect care. This portion then from John goes on to speak of a certain individual who was not there with them. Thomas, one of the eleven, for whatever purpose was not there. I think there was a purpose that he was not there. It was his own personal trial. It says, Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples, they said unto him, We have seen the Lord. We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Except I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Was he being defiant? Was he, was he somehow, um, no. I'm not going to do that. This was the, the cry of a doubting one. In his heart, he couldn't do it. He, he, was, he was so, so, his doubts were so strong. He just, he just couldn't do it. But then, the, the, what, what is so, so heartwarming then, it says eight days later, the disciples were within him, and Thomas was with him. Then came Jesus. The door was being shut, and stood in the midst, and again said, Peace be unto you. And then what happened? There again, as we spoke of earlier, Jesus knew where he was the most needed. He turned to that valley. Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believe me. Can you imagine Thomas standing there before his Lord and Savior? The doubts had, had overcome him, and there stood Jesus before him. Nothing has changed. Are the strongest 
and threaten to overcome us. That's when Jesus wants to draw near and assure us that his love is great. And he really cares for us. He gave his life so that you can be
the clouds cover the sun. And we fear and fret and doubt. But yet, through it all, we know that a new day will come. A new day of grace. And one day, Christ will come again for the second time. And he will shine brightly as the sun. And he will call us. We will hear his voice. Come. Blessed, my Father, inherit that kingdom which has been prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Be comforted, dear child of God. Be confident in this faith that we have been given. Await that day with patience when God will call us to that place that has been prepared by our Lord Jesus, where he will welcome us there on the shore of the sea of heaven. We sins forgiven in Jesus' name. Be comforted and be secure. In Jesus' every blessing. Song number 10. I can turn it down on the speaker if you turn it back up.
kaupua ryhmiin tai vähti ja nyt tuli kuulutti siitä, että siellä saattaa olla vielä, vielä kiukunnan rajoituksen täällä, mutta kun siellä ei pitkään ollut, niin nyt saa ja niillä oli vielä semmoinenkin, että kun ne, oli, ne kuuluu Lethbridgein kuntaan, tai se seurapaikka on Lethbridgein kunnassa, eikä ne... Oliko se, että jos se olisi ollut Lethbridgein kaupungissa, niin se olisi joku eri rajoitukset, niin ne pääsi väljemmillä. Sillä ei tarvitse olla maskeja Because it was kind of weird how, like where they have services, it was part of Lethbridge County, and Lethbridge County had different regulations in Lethbridge City. He just basically said that the fact is this, that that if the cases keep rising at the same rate, our healthcare system will become, is so close to being completely overwhelmed that we have to do something. Yeah. We just can't, that's what he said. Yeah. We can't let our healthcare system get completely overwhelmed. So he just... I used to, uh, Kysyy siltä, että mitä se sanoisi niin ihmisille, kun ihmiset vähän epäilee tätä vaksiin, että se on niin nopea kehitetty, että on se turvallinen. Uskaltaako sitä ottaa ja niin poispäin, niin se lääkäri sanoo, että se on, se on kehitetty nopeampaa kuin ennen vanhaa. Today's science and uh, and uh, whatever um, they have been able to do it exactly following the same um, safe um, regulations and whatever it's really researched. Uh, Completely, that there is no worry that uh, it will be safe. That she is completely confident that it's safe, even though it's done faster than before. That it's been like every data is The point 
point is, it's not a test. It's already been tested. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're using the population as guinea pigs because the tests have already been done. No, never have on Venezuela. Yeah, but that's Russia. Mm -hmm. I don't think they went to prison. No, but why don't they? Vähän samalla tavalla kuin miten Amerikka on tehnyt vuosia sitten ne koelu kaikki armeijat. But you know, like they have a very sophisticated um, industry, like that, that Novichok that they've been using, that they spec, suspect Russia has been using to poison dissidents, like that's a very sophisticated poison. Like that, Russians are, are no slouches when it comes to developing stuff like this. Yeah, like... Um, Sure that's, that's fine, but no other country has made that move except for Russia, so I mean, that's fine. Well, um, West is not very confident on their vaccine, like, ei ole oikein tainnut. Oliko se oli, Bulgaria is communist country. And no. it's in Europe. Oh, you're you No, no, they're, they're, um, if they're not part of the EU yet, then they're, um, you know, heavily negotiating. They're not part of the EU. They are, actually. Because the Cyrillic alphabet is an official EU alphabet. And that's because, I'm pretty sure it's because of Bulgaria. But whatever. There was one... Like on the new bills, they've got Cyrillic writing on them. I can't think of what other country that would be. Christmas Eve, but they 
Are we opening gifts on Christmas Eve? Uh, we open them Christmas Eve or early. Six o'clock Christmas morning. Well, I was also thinking since, since, it, since it's just me, Anto, and Martin, I thought we could open them on Christmas Eve since there's no kids. I just thought maybe. Who did you think we would get a Santa Claus to dress up as Santa Claus for us? <laughs> Are we the people in a camel? Mutta me haluamme monestiko. I know we have, but 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 now we have a chance to do it on Eve when there's no kids that have to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 